ओके बताओ यार कहां से तुम्हारे अंदर पॉडकास्ट के बारे में जो लेट्स मेक अ पॉडकास्ट वेयर डिड इट कम फ्रॉम रणवीर लेट्स टेल मी दैट एक्सप्लेन अस इट टू अस फॉर द व्यूअर्स आउट ओके सो देयर वाजंट एनी स्पेसिफिक रीजन व्हाई आई स्टार्टेड व्हाई आई वांटेड टू स्टार्ट अ पॉडकास्ट आई जस्ट आइडिएटेड अ प्लेटफार्म अबाउट डिस्कसिंग माय फेवरेट सब्जेक्ट in a way that other platform other platforms uh, fail to so i thought okay let's start a podcast and I, then i talked to vikrant about it vikrant i i, I told vikrant ki okay let's just do it and he said ki chal karte hain maza aayega and then we pitched this idea to the editorial team of sigma phi and remember vikrant how uh, when we were uh, in the meeting right and we were we were uh, pitching our ideas about the podcast and uh, we met aditya and he was coming up with exactly the same ideas even though we hadn't <laughs> talked about it before yeah yeah that was we such a big meeting and uh, ranveer is texting me on whatsapp that okay this aditya person is very cool we should ask him for the podcast and um also we needed one smart person in the podcast uh, because we too could not handle it obviously so we asked aditya and aditya was readily on board with it so yeah <laughs> we didn't ask aditya exactly i'm the force kiya unko it was smart person the podcast and the company <laughs> amazing start with the podcast there we have it <laughs> so anyway let me continue do it's like it's going well about everything what else but aditya what do you, what did you think about it like when we got the podcast it was like i am a person who is like good at giving ideas not executing them so i was like what <laughs> in the meeting i was like put must soch podcast we can do podcast by podcast kar sakte i just went like that in the meeting i didn't know like uh, like two of you were like really into it and listening to it so i was like that worked out pretty well for me i, I, I must i must add that <laughs> so but but with the podcast it was in my brain like we can have a talk show or something like i just made i just said podcast because podcast sounds good and i hope that this podcast sounds good as well but <laughs> so it, it, it i went on like this but i i'm, I'm pretty glad that people actually took up that idea and took me in with them and let's see how this goes let's see hopefully all well i think we have to make sure that it goes all well but like one can hope <laughs> so what about what about vikrant and how did you guys first communicate the idea of a podcast amongst each other like i came in late i was like a third party which like joined in with you guys right tell me about you guys tell them about you guys okay so vikrant okay, so, you ha okay uh, ranveer and i uh, know each other before we joined the editorial team of sigma phi um we talked uh, about classes and stuff uh, we have same subjects mostly and uh, yeah we are friends kind of we have not met each other but still and um, we both decided that we want to join the editorial team and then we had the first meeting and we thought okay we need to come up with some good ideas we need to be involved we need to be hands on and so we all sat down one evening and came together with a bunch of ideas and we said okay in the meeting we'll talk about these ideas and uh, ranveer was very excited about the podcast idea <laughs> okay uh, he was very on board and excited about it and uh we pitched it akshita liked it our uh, head for editorial and aditya liked it so it all worked out great in the end yeah i think there was a name dropped here akshita and akshita as editorial head i think we should welcome her now she's just sitting hmm. passive over there so uh, i i would like i would like to get in akshita here akshita our editorial head 
like who made all this podcast process happen i think she should be like mentioned first akshita like turn on your video or something man we want to like see ஆமா <laughs> <laughs> take the mic okay uh, so basically talking about uh, sigma phi i would say that i wasn't really into it last year i i knew about it and i was interested in it but i didn't take part alone but then this year i just thought it's a really cool opportunity you know you guys know about it you'll have been a part of sigma phi and you know how much you'll have learned just working for it it's a really cool thing where you get to write articles check articles and other than articles also we have learned so much in video making uh, promotion and learned uh, about new people met new people so it's a really uh, great thing to be a part of and i'm really glad i did uh, i was able to you know take up this responsibility and meet you guys <laughs> this year it's just an attempt to share my knowledge more about physics that uh, uh, attracted me specifically more specifically than my love for physics but uh, there's a thing ki uh, whatever uh, whatever you love na you i mean as a subject uh, you always want to communicate more about it and uh, in a sense all the great scientists there are uh, are also physics communicators science communicators most of us had the similar reasons for like coming to sigma phi and joining it like we all like physics we all love physics and we all were like you know intrigued by it and sigma phi was like i know is an organization which currently you know i won't say supports or like it it celebrates that so i think that would be the reason like we all came together here in sigma phi so okay so uh, we started pe- i started pestering aditya about it and then i think he he told me like okay pehle to text ko ignore kiya usne then he told me ki okay bhai meeting hone wali hai abhi editorial ki we'll we'll reveal everything there and uh, ashish uh, our sub had also told us ki uh, ranveer there's a good news for you but uh, let's just keep it a surprise and then it's about the podcast so i was like okay okay let me just sit here and hype up and do not show any hyping up so that meeting happened eventually and uh, we got approved by the core and i we, uh, i was very excited and even the name okay let me tell you then even the name of the podcast is uh, a bit philosophically deep so we'll get back to that later anyway so yeah so that's uh, what it's all about and the final result is right in front of you So ladies and gentlemen welcome to sentient <laughs> music cue drum roll cue music 
Okay, so I'm Ranveer Kapoor. I'm, I just joined this year, so I'm in FYBSC, and yeah, I'm Ranveer Kapoor. Uh, uh, that's all about it, I guess. Hey, Ranveer Kapoor is an actor, right? Exactly. His name is actually the amalgamation of both the actors. It's oh, Ranveer and Kapoor. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Hopefully the best of the both actors, but <laughs> if it's going to be that stuff, I don't know. I can't guarantee stuff. Right, like, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay. And what's okay. your combination, Ranveer? What are you doing? Um, like, what's physics, the... chemistry, and math. Physics, nice, chemistry, nice. and math. Classic. And... Classic, of course, and I'll take up physics no, later. So. Okay, so I'm, uh, I'm also I joined Xavier's this year. I'm in FIBSC, and my combination is physics, mathematics, and geology. Although I don't condone geologists, just get it out there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I am Aditya Subramaniam. I'm currently doing master's in physics, first year MSc. Xavier's it's just like two months into Xavier's, and we're like getting into this. So I don't know how it's going to work out, but like it's like we're really glad to have you all. Like the entire physics society as well. We are going to talk about that here. I'm currently in Delhi. It's freaking cold here. That's all I know. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was asked that in my interview. Why do you don't want to continue? Why do you want to come down here to Xavier's? Like the entire interview for MSc. Like I had to make I had to make up an answer. I had to make up a like. I had to make up an answer that at that point I was like <laughs> student teacher ratio or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But cool. like it worked. Cool, cool. Nice, nice to meet you guys, man. Nice yeah. to meet nice meeting all of y'all. It's it's really yeah. nice. And Emma and Akshita, of course, we've spoken before. Um Ashish Philip, is that your your um, tech guy or something? No, he's Ashish is our everything. <laughs> oh. Ashish is our everything, I would say. He just comes in with like okay. this pearls of wisdom whenever needed, and whenever not needed as well, just he drops in pearls, and then we use that as per as our convenience. Ashish is like everything yeah. for us. Rohan and is the tech guy actually. Hmm. Rohan is the one who's recording, and he, I don't think he would be turning on his camera. But if he does, I think <laughs> we will uh, we'll acknowledge him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Akshita with us. Akshita is our editorial head for the session, and she has been a really you know like. Very very good, I would say, leader, and like she gets work done. She's like next work, next work, next. But she's like super excited in the society, and we all are pretty much motivated by that. So that's right. Boss, ke liye jo bolna bol di humne ab. So uh, let's begin with like like let's begin with you now, right? So and the like we are like really happy to have you all here. So the recording is on. Let's just start with. The first first few questions, like, like tell us, like, first start with let's let's start with Sigma Phi. Obviously, like, how did the idea of Sigma Phi come to you, and how did you like start implementing it? Like, what was the process? Like, we need to know that. It's like the major question looming over us. Okay, um, should I take this, guys? Yeah, 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 you, you go on. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, look, so we were in we we were in college. I think we started our batch started. 2016, right? 2016. So 2015, yeah, between 2015 and 2016. And um, we obviously there was from first year you could tell that there were there were people who who really did care about physics. You know, like physics is more than just a subject to a lot of people. So 
Um, but at that time, as you guys know, if 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 you are like in first year and stuff, there's not much that you can do, you know. But we we saw at least I did. I noticed this sort of empty, like a spot for something. Well, there was there was something. There was something called the physics circle at that time. Uh, I remember going to one of their meetings. I think Anshuman was there too. Amit was there as well, probably. I don't know. I don't know. No so, one remembers um, that. Yeah. So exactly, it was. It, it, I'm like it was. It was okay, but it wasn't what we expected. Like it was. It was just a bunch of guys who just like randomly spoke about like, okay, today we'll talk about physics in movies, which is on its own an interesting topic. But like you know, execution is really important. Like, how are you executing this discussion? Is it is it fun? Is it interesting? And uh, and honestly, it wasn't. So that was the one and only meeting we went to. Which uh, and and soon after that, like it completely disappeared. There wasn't any sort of association of physics in at Xavier's. There should be something, and you know Xavier's is known for like um, arts and you know has the some of the best teachers and and its clubs and things like that. Um, the main thing was look, one day Xavier should be known for physics. Okay, we got to make that happen. Like at, it, it may not happen right now. It may not happen while you guys are there, but eventually. Like when you guys are like maybe you know thirty five, forty, and you look back and you you know okay, Xavier's is known for physics. You see, you see Sigma Phi, Sigma Phi. We were part of Sigma Phi. We were part of the first decade of Sigma Phi. You know what I mean? Like people from far and wide, you know, should know Xavier's for physics. And I think students are at the heart of that. You know, because professors come in do the job. And there's only so much they can do. The more participation you have from students, the more enthusiasm you have, the better they're going to, you know, the, the, the better the teachers themselves are going to teach because they want to push it. There's more agendas. Then in terms of actually getting it off the ground, like, uh, this, of course, happened in, in our TY because now we know our department, we know who everyone is. And um, we said, you know what, let's, let's just do it. So I remember I went and spoke to, to a couple of teachers. We had... Uh, Bodne ma'am was our uh, HOD at the time and she was extremely supportive you know she 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 wanted something like this to happen but of course we faced hurdles you know that not everyone's going to be like yeah that's great you know you guys go ahead and do that um like I don't want to name any names but of course there were people who were like no okay this this shouldn't happen because I I remember the exact words were something yeah uh, because it it will hamper academics and yeah, they gave some yeah. valid points which which we couldn't counter. At that no, no, it, it, yeah, yeah. I it wasn't. It wasn't. Really... Sound as yeah. So we went. Regardless, we went ahead with it. Went spoke to the principal because we wanted to initiate. Like it's not a continuation or a revival of the physics circle. It was a brand new thing. Didn't exist. We we wanted to make it kind of. Uh, you know, of course, official. Because before that, it was more like, okay, we're, we're just talking about it. We wanted officially, the college needs to know who we are and we should have, you know, uh, like everyone everyone knows that this is another official society or, or, or establishment within the college, right? So we went and did that. So, you know, the people who had reservations, their reservations didn't matter anymore. Because we got we got approval from not only the HOD but from the principal, and they were they were happy to accommodate. And yeah, we went ahead, and that's that's one of the main things, you know. Even when we spoke, when we, we were interviewing for the next you know, group of leaders, and and even even with the current Sigma Phi team, the main thing was like, look, don't we we don't we don't want everyone to just sit around and wait for someone to approve something. 
You know, I mean, like, forget about any of that. Like, just do what you got to do. And especially now with with uh, COVID and, you know, everyone, everything's online. It's, it's a lot easier to just do something like this. Like, you know, just run the podcast and talk about physics and talk about whatever you want to do, regardless of, you know, the hurdles. But at that time, of course, we needed more stuff. We needed, like, time in the lab so we can call everyone in and have, like, a function that we needed, you know, to book places, rooms, and things like that, which, uh, like I said, if, if you're motivated enough to do it, you do it. This was, like, from Kurt. Just, uh, Kurt told us, like, as a founder, he told us. But what about uh, with you and Amit and Anshuman? Like, you are the ones who joined it with Kurt, right? What was, from your viewpoint, like, the beginning of Sigma Sigma Phi? It, was, uh, it shouldn't be, it must have not been the same as Kurt's. You must be, be having a different experience while coming into Sigma Phi, although co-founders a bit similar and one of the main reasons that we didn't have anything like you had zach i think you still have zach and you have like life science society they had like every cool stuff cool events happening and then we had dreary lab of physics where people came and went and everyone was like very dead and then we thought we should have something as well that was the main idea for us is um amit what about you yeah, so basically, Kurt and Nanshuman came up with to me, and they were like, uh, "Like, let's start something with you know, doing something with society, you know, starting something in physics within physics only." And then I came along. Like first, Nanshuman and Kurt were the ones who started, and then I came along, and then we, you know, made a team, Glaston, and then uh, Glaston came along, and then there were there were like many people who came along. I was just a part of it in terms of you know management, designing, and uh, rest everything. Yeah. It was Kurt's vision, basically. I just came along, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, uh, it was it was everyone. Like, uh, the initial idea, maybe. But, you know, we spoke a lot, and we and they were instrumental, like, these two guys. Like, they they actually did a lot of the grant work, like, actually going and getting things done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember with the magazine and stuff. Like, they actually did the work required, you know, and, and went around, check check parades, getting, getting things. And so, yeah, it's... All three of us were like, especially these two guys, you know. Okay, um, Kurt and uh, Amit and Najman, I want to ask, how did you get the word spread around the college, around students that, okay, this is starting and how hard was it to get students on board with this society? Because it was a new thing back then, right? Yeah. Um, so, so the thing is, getting the word out wasn't that difficult in the sense that once we created the society and created the logo and created the name and all of that stuff, of course, we that that's just the superficial stuff. What the society does was initially we didn't have a lot of people who actually knew that they liked physics. Like I know that's a that's the case with a lot of people. You know, they they just they've been trained like from school and stuff like physics is this dry boring bunch of equations you know like you take out the nature part of natural physics like it's just become mundane and boring so a lot of people who actually like physics and i'm sure you guys know like every, most people are like curious about stuff if you go out and you explain something to someone in a nice way they're going to they're going to actually find that interesting. And that's really at the heart of what physics is. So we needed to communicate that somehow. Okay. So what we did is we went, once all of this was set, we went to the first, we went to the class, like the classes, first year classes, second year classes, all of them. And we just said, look, this is a brand new society. 
we'd like you all to come and you know experience what what we do so what we did is in, we couldn't get um, we couldn't get everyone to come to a lab at any particular time and watch us so we brought the lab to them so we traveled class to class with a bunch of equipment i still remember we we took out the helium neon laser opened it up we had like a bunch of bulbs rheostats resistors all sorts of stuff we brought it in like created a show that was the idea you know what you have to show them like physics is very like demonstrable at least to some extent you know like you can you can show people you can talk about quantum mechanics and you can talk about you know different energy states and you can talk about meta stable states and stuff and then you can talk about that and also show them a laser and show them that it takes a few seconds for the laser to first of all heat up and then a few more seconds for the light to come on and then you know suddenly all of that stuff makes sense you know complete avalanche things like that and they were watching it and you could see the you know the 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 glisten in their eyes you know that people were interested in it and uh, and we we got we got feedback about this too the students seem to really really like it some professors seem to think that you know physics is not about just the i, I, I get that it's not about just demonstrating stuff but if you watch like lectures of walter lewin and people from mit and and sam like you can see why people would gravitate towards this subject i mean it's we don't need to convince people but in in some way you have to let them know that there is this side of it and you can do it and i remember all we did was we took a bunch of gratings and gave it across to everyone and we were like okay you know what look look through it and turn and turn it around and and do what you want to do and suddenly you know they see this red light splitting you know and they haven't seen it before it's something that is so simple but at the same time they haven't seen it and now they've seen it and they're like okay i want to know why those those lights are what they are or a hydrogen tube you know and and show them what hydrogen light looks like and now explain the spectrum so now when they look in through that spe- spectroscope they can see like spectrometer i mean they can see oh okay this is the h alpha beta whatever like it's more than just some numbers and it's more than just like you know we we showed it to them and that's it that's all it took for people to get interested in physics and they were like okay cool and we started doing most of it was demonstrated so whatever we were, like we we had so many ideas but there wasn't enough time you know cuz this was towards the end of our, our batch you know we were leaving and there was one thing that we wanted to do which i want you guys the new like team to do something like once college starts we were going to have a whole concert like a music concert and explain discuss and explain what exactly is going on when okay what 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 is this amplifier do you know while i while i'm playing something you can you know people are thinking okay so that's just tiny little electrons they're going to go in through this box and it's a it's a it's a box that has some sort of electronics and then oh okay i can increase the current or i can increase the voltage i can amplify it and that kind of drives drives a magnet that pushes out air that's also going to move in the pattern in which that i in which i'm playing and that vibrates in your eardrum and now you you can hear it and all, and, it, and the fun part is the music and and stuff but people will get interested in 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 what's happening you know same with like frequencies and you know uh, m- many things like that so going about to answer your question again getting people on board and stuff wasn't that difficult we just had to show a little showmanship get people a little more interested like of course we you know we had the lights off 
we had like a projector showing like Sigma Phi up on there. And, you know, we, we still have pictures from that, that first thing that we did in like for the second year class. You know, we've got a couple of pictures of that. And that's it. It didn't take much. It just took things like that. I mean, that's certainly a beautiful idea to, you know, uh, we, before you, you guys came in, right? We were discussing about why we joined Sigma Phi, right? And yeah. the reason why we joined Sigma Phi and why we started this podcast is coincidentally uh, very similar to why you guys started it. So, um, in, 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 in fact, we wanted a platform, uh, an established platform to celebrate physics in a manner. And uh, that's how Aditya put it before you guys joined it. And yeah, so basically that's what we also thought about ki uh, okay we we've come to this college and we want to celebrate physics in all sorts and there's this society and we, i'm going to join it no i was just going to say yeah and i was just going to say that you know the stuff that you guys are doing like this podcast and everything else like i'm sure we're going to get into that in a, in a moment here but like all of the stuff you all are doing is just it, it brings back the one main vision that we had and it's great to see you guys doing what averaging going full swing this year yeah. So, uh, so to add, to add on to Kurt, so we had like we we got a magazine printed, and everyone was worried. Even the professor faculty were worried, like how to sell the magazine. And more, we ordered some hundred hundred magazines or something, and the faculty was like, no, 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 it won't sell. I and guess we had everything people. sold on just one article, most of it. Why uh, the physics behind the Santa Claus? So something i don't remember exactly the uh it was using quantum mechanics to explain santa claus or disprove santa claus and and it sold like yeah. hot things yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah that how santa claus manages to go into every house on one night no, right? the article was uh, uh, uh something similar why uh disproving uh, Sant, uh no, i santa think santa does santa exist or no yeah Yes, does Santa exist or not? By using physics, and everyone was curious, and everyone bought it. I think we had a budget issue while printing the magazine, right? Yeah, that's all. Because the faculty wasn't ready to give the money because they were like, they don't sell. Actually, there's an interesting story to that. Like the, yeah. the faculty, they, they said, okay, we can we can only give you a certain amount of money initially. This is what they said. So I was like, okay, you know what? Look. We want the magazine to happen, whether we get funding or not. Okay, we want it to happen because it's kind of like at the end of what all we've done. At least there's something to show for it. Okay, so what I told her is like I have this email. I, I I said whether or not we receive funding, we're gonna go ahead with this, and we are going to pay for it ourselves. We're gonna split it amongst the people who want the magazine, which at that time was already already at least fifty something people because. All of the Sigma Phi, Sigma Phi people who worked on it, everybody wanted. So we said, you know what? We'll just all contribute, make it a zero, like a fair game sum that you can, at the end of the day, we don't make any money. We don't lose any money. We'll just, we pay for our magazines on our own. And of course, it would be a little more expensive. And seeing that, like the, like HOD said, you know what? No, you know what? I'm, we're going to pay for it. Because if you guys are as enthusiastic for it to, you know, pay for it yourselves and it does, doesn't matter, and they paid for it. They actually paid for the entire thing. In fact, they paid a little bit more for even some magazines for the department to keep, you know. So, it, again, 
it's how it's how you turn a no into a yes. You know, it depends on what you say and how you say it. And yeah, that was just the story I remembered from back then. And uh, funny thing, our magazine was the most expensive of the all magazines which came out that year, and it's all got sold. <laughs> And it yeah, very... because it looked cool, bro. We we, yeah. we we made it look cool. You know what I mean? Like the material and how big it uh, was and all of that. The like we cared about it. illustrations and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think the, the <laughs> cover was, was like yeah, it was hand painted and then and then Amit did some like psychedelic stuff on it to make it a little <laughs> more you know mindful. And it was really cool and that's why it was a little expensive. But we didn't care. We're like, look, we're gonna do it, do it, do it nicely. Don't like you know make like we can just. If if you want to save money, just print it on your printer and give it to people as like a little document. Like you know, come on. I think we I had think... a competition or something like for the logo, right? For the magazine cover. Yeah, like yeah, we did, we did, we did, that, we did. That's a brilliant way of advertising. It's like and we almost then... did the entire Shark Tank thingy with the teachers as well. I feel like, and yeah. <laughs> I'm also interested on <laughs> in the article. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in the article that the Santa exists or not. Coming from Xavier's college, if you disprove the existence of Santa in your first <laughs> magazine itself, that must have been like amazing. If not, for the lack of a better word, must be amazing. Okay, so I wanted to ask you guys, like, how how were you as students of Saint Xavier's? So were you the reserved type or were you more social? I mean, are there any anecdotes about that? I think I think we should all answer each each other's question. So uh, I'll tell you what Ajman was like, okay? Or I'll tell you what Amit's like actually, okay? So Amit was actually extremely reserved initially. He was like a full-on nerd, not in the not in a derogatory way, but like you know, he he was a completely different guy between second year and third year. In third year, so we started hanging out, and you know, um, if the answer you're looking for is that were were we studious? Um, not really. Okay. Yeah. I think Anshuman was probably no. the most studious. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We, we didn't particularly care about marks per se. You know, it was more about the, like we had some very, very lively discussions in class and mostly it was me, Anshuman, Amit and I think Arjun was like, he was the topper from our class. He, he also did a Sigma Phi talk back in like 2019 or something. He did a talk with Sigma Phi. He's a topper. He's now in where is he? He's in Cambridge. He's in Cambridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About Anshuman. About Anshuman. Okay. So this guy, whenever I'll see him in the, you know, uh, foyer, he'll be drinking, drinking tea only, like every time. <laughs> and then uh, more about him, he used to have gangs, you know. He never used to roam alone. Like, he used to have gangs. Like, he'll roam, he'll roam around with Desmond, uh, you know, five, six dudes or maybe chicks. And then, you know, he used to keep, like, first year, May, he'll have different Mo- Mostly dudes. And third year, he had us, like, me, Kurt, and Glaston. So he started hanging out with us. And then we started doing projects like AquaHub and, uh, you know, more projects like those. Yeah. Even Society of Physics. We did a lot of stuff in TY, actually. Yeah, we did a lot of things in TY, yeah. Unlike us. Uh... Kurt, Kurt was, you know, very social since... Yeah, he was very social. He knew a lot of people. Yeah, I'm like, he'll play bass, he'll do, you know, hang out with chicks. <laughs> yeah, so. We will need to know more about the latter part in, in, in a moment, but <laughs> coming to Anshuman. <laughs> ha, Kurt, please. Some tips for us later. We'll talk about it, okay? <laughs> yeah, no worries, bro. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> I mean, you don't expect that from a physics student, do you? I mean, look at us. 
<laughs> no, no, no. But listen, that's that's the point. You got to change change that narrative, bro. Like, who says? Who says so? Who says? Actually, <laughs> what I would say is that you know the the social thing has kind of changed in the sense that the smart people, girls and guys, are actually who who are sought after. I mean, like, if 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 I'm talking to a girl and she's talking to me about like quantum entanglement, that's way way more <laughs> impressive. Then, like you know, if, if, you you get what I'm saying, you know, and I think it works the and same way. Like, Big Bang Theory is popular. Yeah, also, <laughs> exactly, yeah. also, quantum entanglement. I'd like to entangle with you then. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, I would definitely like to date a girl who would, you know, who who would talk to me about philosophy and physics. I mean, would she like to date you, Ranveer Bhadi? <laughs> I, I <laughs> know about that was a bad, bad underbolling. Like, we're putting this up on YouTube. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. So Amit, uh, in first year he was like, I didn't know who he was. In second year, I think I think Amit even Amit didn't know who I was. And in second year, so I I knew, like you came in second sem, I guess you were not there in first sem. You yeah, I joined late. So in second year, me and Kurt did a. what do you call it the exhibition together and that and even the professor very yeah, yeah. yeah what what did we do exactly the laser oscilloscope oh right yeah. right yeah that fiasco then, these guys they they used to tell tell, tell veda ma'am that they're going to tifr doing some experiments over there you know hey doing... amit amit shut up shut up, shut up. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> this is going on. You're not editing that. Even if you're recording, you know. No, it's a improper. Please tell us about the TFR, TIFR incident. That's not me. That's that's not me. So we all became close in TY. Actually, we all came together, got to know each other. Actually, we hung out on the idea of society. That's why we all became close. Otherwise, we were like in different settings and different groups. Yeah, okay. But that actually happens, you know, naturally. Like when once you get to TY, you're just in your own department, and you know everyone who's there with you. You're yeah, like in the Arjun. same exactly. Arjun for two years he was, you know, uh, not so close. But then in third year he was like he was he used, to, he used to teach us. He was like, guys, I'm teaching. Come on, you can join my class and all. Yeah, like that. There's a call to coming to Veda Ma'am again. She Veda Ma'am is about to retire in like four months. So like you can yeah, like Bodhi Ma'am is about to retire, right? Yeah, even Bodhi Ma'am is about to retire. But like this, this can be a separate discussion afterwards. But it's like like us three, like when we Vikrant and I, like I personally have studied with Veda Ma'am for like just two months. I came into Exhibus on in November twenty twenty. It's just been two months, and it all already feels like like someone like that cares about you is teaching me, <laughs> right? So that's the ex- ex- uh, experience I had with Veda Ma'am. What about you guys, like? other faculties or something this is just going a little off tangent here just for a moment I... actually yeah before before i forget this has to be mentioned um, rohan sir was instrumental in 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 sigma phi yeah. like beyond beyond what anyone would do like that has to be mentioned and you guys have to know that sigma phi has to know that like like this guy he like I, i i'm like i talked to him on whatsapp like till now you know what i mean like he's he's, he's he was really cool with us and it was him actually pushing our agenda when they had their meetings you know all the time because everyone was against the idea i mean not everyone but there was a time in which majority was like against this idea you know so he, he really 
So yeah, not against it, but like, oh no, you know what will happen with this and that, and the, you know, Rohan was like, no, these guys are capable; they can do it, and you know, and, and he really he was instrumental in, in in making this. Even now, like uh, this year, Sigma Phi, like when the new the new heads and all came in, like he he was who we were talking to. You know, most of the time I was talking to him because you know college wasn't on. And for whatever reason, things weren't moving. So we wanted it. Like, come on, you know, like things die if you don't give it enough attention. And we did so much work, we couldn't let it die. So you know, I spoke to him and spoke to Lena Ma'am also, and they were like really, really helpful. But him more than anybody, like instrumental for Sigma Phi. And yeah. So before I forget, I wanted to tell you guys that. Shout out to Rohan sir. Therefore, shout out to Rohan sir. Okay, okay so, so talking about uh, what you guys are doing right now, I would like to ask Amit. He has two startups right now, right? Yeah. Uh, Labor and CBH India. Why don't you talk about both the startups? So CBH India. Uh, so there's another guy who was with us in physics, Glaston. So me and him. So after graduating from physics, I was like, uh, I think I should start something. Physics is something I can do in my forties or fifties. You know, PhD and MSc. There's something I need, you know, when I'll, I'll be chilling, I can think about the universe or, you know, quantum mechanics, anything, when I'm retired. So me and Glaston, I told him, I remember we were sitting in sunlight and I told him, bro, I think I should start something, you know, in business. And uh, there was another guy with us in DIP and he was carrying this hemp bag, okay, made out of hemp. And uh, we were like, dude, what is this? And I didn't know anything about cannabis. I guess Kurt was the first guy, you know, who introduced me to cannabis. <laughs> and uh, to be very honest, and uh, so then I was like, he was like, bro, there's some new market com- coming up in terms of you know hemp, making hemp fabric and all. So me and Glaston, you know, started uh, figuring out where to get hemp fabric. And then there was one guy in India who was manufacturing hemp fabric. Back then, there were like many, there, there were few companies who were dealing with hemp. All right, now there are like plenty of companies. Then uh, we started with the fashion, you know, making designs and everything and then we turned out to become a marketplace and now we are a media company wherein we are doing podcast and you know giving information to people so the basic the the, the real reason why we have started cbh india before it was daoism act now it's cbh india so the reason we started cbh india is because uh, we need to capture the market in india so as to as like as fast as we can capture the market in india is better for us because as when it gets legalized we are the ones who have captured the market in India, right? And we can be the marketplace where we can, you know, there are customers who are coming to our website. We can sell them whatever they want, we want because they can, they trust us, right? So that is the reason we started CBH India in order to build trust in cannabis industry, at least in India. Then Libercore was something that came along. Uh, my dad bought a space where he asked me whatever I can do, you know? So we started with a gift shop and then behind that, we started with dance classes coaching institute and just everything so now it's just falling up uh, dance classes have started uh, coaching is you know on the verge to start yeah that's it um uh, one follow up question uh, you said that uh, you're thinking of doing your masters and phd in your late 40s and 50s now that yeah. is a very bold move and unconventional move so how did you think of that how did you come up with that well because I don't want to, you know, uh, waste my entire life doing physics only, you know, just exploring more things and maybe physics is something that I can do when I have nothing to do, you know, 
back then by then you know there will be new technology that i can invest in you know do something about it yeah so this live a life a bit yeah yeah i think something that i'm very interested in because yeah. it's very fascinating and it's you know something that you know when you read about it you won't believe that actually happened <laughs> something like yeah. that happened, right so i'll be doing msc and phd to be very honest you know if i'm doing it and then after that i'll be you know thinking about making myself financially stable and you know in physics especially like how doing research and everything so there'll be a lot of things that'll be happening happening in my life right you know not just it's instead of just thinking about physics right einstein like einstein isaac newton they didn't have anything they just sat and you know wondered ha na so that is how physics is you know you sit around you wonder you know things come to your head you start writing it down you start solving it it's like that right it's just not you know you don't force yourself to think i mean i agree because physics to do physics you really need to be in peace so yeah, yeah. okay so i think we'll come to anshuman and you are doing your msc from iit madras right yes so would you like to um, talk about how it's how uh, what what exactly you want to do in physics and how you are actually pursuing it so i took a year drop so like amit i was even i was figuring out do i want to do physics now or anything so when i took a year drop and then i was like yes i want to do physics now so i gave jam and then went for msc in physics at iit madras and the faculty there is really amazing you know veda ma'am she is alumni from iit madras and she always talks about it and damn and the physics they teach nothing like i ever read so and then i'm currently doing what uh my project in something using diamonds to detect extremely tiny magnetic fields like a magnetic field of a single electron so now i'm currently doing that and then i'm hoping i could do a phd somewhere i'm looking for phds abroad uh, let's see how it goes that's great actually and uh... coming to kurt so as i've read before apart from aviation you're currently teaching undergrads and high schoolers physics and math right so uh yeah uh, as you already told that uh, how you how you used to communicate physics uh, while you were in saint xavier's right but how do you uh, how do you uh, how yeah. how do you explain uh, these abstract and very complex ideas to undergrads right now see uh, so it's different with the with the undergrad level and 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 obviously with the high school level uh, the thing that with with the undergrads there's a little bit more of abstract math right so there there are ways in which you can make that abstract math not so abstract if you kind of push it towards an example that wherein it happens in the real world and you know this mathematical formulation works to explain this process in the real world and what does that physics physics does that it it uses abstract mathematical concepts to explain real world phenomena and it's really not that difficult to show that like you know if you're if you're talking about something like you know linear algebra and you need to know linear algebra to do many 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 things in physics first give give students an understanding of what linear algebra actually does how what does it do what does it mean you know a matrix can be just a matrix but it can also be a transformation of like a vector space right so you can explain to them like if i want if i if i got this vector it's a 
force, for example, and I want to move this somewhere else, I can use a transformation uh, matrix to do it. And it will take each element of this thing and move it there. So, so linear algebra, abstract. Moving a force, not so abstract. You know what I mean? Making the bridge in between those two things. Also, if you're trying to teach someone like eigenvectors and eigenfunctions and you want to, like, it's, if you mathematically do it, okay, fine. But also you can be like, look, when you do this entire transformation of your vector space, there'll be one such vector or more that won't move. It'll only scale, you know? And if you can find what that vector is, that's your eigenvector. So if I'm going to do a simple like stretching, it's going to move. It's going, everything's going to move in different positions that move with different uh, variations. But the one line that you're actually pulling, that remains in that same line and it only, it only gets bigger and that's your eigenvector. And boom, you've got an abstract concept like that. Uh, and then allow the students themselves to come up with their own analogies to work it out. Because once they get some sort of idea, they can then work it out in, you know, like Hermitian physics and, you know, trying to figure out why I use these. Oh, okay. So that transformation does that. Okay, fine. That's why we're using it here. Okay, cool. Makes some sort of sense to me. And then with time, everyone comes up with uh, their own way to kind of understand these things, but someone needs to prompt them a little bit. So um, yeah, if you don't understand math or abstract math and like at all, this is very, very difficult to do. I mean, because you just have no idea what's happening. Like, what are all these integrals doing here? Why? You know what I mean? Like you look at some of these textbooks, you know, it's an exercise for the reader. What is? I have no idea what to what to exercise. You know what I mean? Like, so so that's the job of someone who's teaching. Really. And, and, and the thing is, come at it with the same enthusiasm that you had when you figured it out. Because it is really that interesting, you know. And, you, and people, people kind of, it's infectious, you know, like enthusiasm for a certain thing. And if you know what you're talking about and they kind of understand it, it's, it's infectious. They're going to be like, okay, I really like math all of a sudden. Like I always hated math. Okay. I always hated math until I started doing physics. And when I started doing physics, I still hated math, but I respected it a lot because I knew like, okay, you know what? This is the only way I can really explain this and I can work it out. And sometimes you get some miraculous answers. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have all derived something and just been like, you know, stare at that board. Like, did that, that just really happen? You know, you know when I, I remember that one example. Like, if you're studying relativity and you want uh, to know if an object is traveling at the speed of light, will it also be at the speed of light in all reference frames, for example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you kind of... You kind of do a little bit with that speed equation and out pops the same speed. And you're like, why? Like it's, it's mathematically so nice and it comes in a little bow. Even, even the, uh, like the entire graph, you know, it squeezes into that one little thing, you know, and you're like, okay, cool. So everything has to be at that speed if it's at that speed. So then that gives you the thing like, okay, so that means photons are always traveling at C which means that the concept of time doesn't exist for them, which also means that they are everywhere in the universe at all times because the universe is flattened in their reference frame. So the photons coming out of your screen right now are everywhere in the universe. And then that takes you down this rabbit hole, which only, you know, you, you guys know, like physics will do that to you sometimes. So yeah, just provoke thoughts. That's it. Just provoke thoughts. You know, physics, would, like, I just want to die with a PhD, you know, I don't want to, 
like like before I die, I want to have a PhD in physics so that like it's it's as far as I reach. But it's not something that I want to do right now so that, you know, like like so that I work in, in a lab or I work in industry, particularly in physics, because to be honest, unless you're doing something like great in academics, like or you're a professor in one of the best colleges and you're making a lot of money, you know, uh, the rest, like you do it mainly for the passion of doing it. It's not really for the money. And often you have to convince yourself that like physics is way more important. But Amit has something like like that's that's a it's an important thing to think about for all of the students. Is that you know think about what you actually want to do. You know, don't don't just get stuck in the rut of doing this because everyone else is doing it. At the same time don't forget that your grades actually do count. This is something that if I went back to college, I would tell myself. Uh, just a side note. Uh, yeah. in, uh, even though in India, PhD is not considered as a job, everywhere else, a PhD uh-huh. is a proper job with a uh-huh. salary. With a good so, stipend and everything, yeah. yeah. So it's a proper yeah, yeah. job description. Of course, of course. Of course, yeah. We're not, I'm not, I'm not shitting all over the idea of getting a PhD. <laughs> yeah. okay, of course. Of course. And especially, and that that's a good point because in India, the way academics is, is very, very different from how it is abroad. Like even when you do, when you for uh, a master's program abroad, uh, your GPA is only one part of it. Okay. But the, the percent of attention that's given to the other co-curricular activities and things that you've done, you know, what have you, like all of you all right now doing these kinds of things, they're going to count, you know, they're going to count. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, these things are something that you add to your CV. So like everyone who's, Who's, who's listening to this, you know, eventually that's what, like, make sure that you're getting things that you can put there in your academic CV. Yes, things that that's you're, an important point think- because a lot of my uh, classmates right now are struggling because they have nothing on the CV. So that's a very important yeah. point. Yeah, it's it's very important and, and it's, it's it's hindsight, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So, like, you guys really need to, 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 like, listen to this bit, which is one, yes, your grades count. Especially now, you guys are doing online exams. Like, if you don't get a full GPA, then, like, uh, I mean, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. Try, try your best to get, that, get it to the highest bit. Because even, like, if you want to go to somewhere like the United States to do your master's, right, uh, you need a four-year degree, which the BSc is not. But uh, if you get, yeah, but if you get your degree in the first class division, that's above, I think, three-point-something GPA of three-something, because Xavier's is not NAC accredited A or A, a star a or plus, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's counted as a four-year degree, which means that that's just the GPA that's determining whether or not you have an American four-year degree or not. Because if you get 2.9, you don't have a four-year degree. You have three-year undergraduate study. You get four, uh, three, I mean. That's it. You're, you you can go and do your master's immediately, which is really something that people may want to do after Xavier's. And this shouldn't be the reason that, oh, my God, okay, so I have to do another bachelor's or I have to do some more. I should do a master's first in India and then go. So yeah, it's just... Another year of maths, right? If you're doing uh, maths and physics till second year and you opt for uh, physics in third year, you can do third year in maths. Like, it counts at... But God is saying, yeah, yeah, but you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to, right? My point is you don't really have to stay one more year in college and do math. If you want to do a double major, of course, that's that's your yeah, choice. Major. But but if you don't, and, and also not all college, like not, they don't allow this thing in all Xavier's, cases. I think Xavier's has stopped it. I'm not so sure. people should pay attention to that, especially the bachelor students. Like, you know, just 
make sure you get a first class just if in case you know one day you decide that hey i want to go abroad in like you know places that require four year degree you've got a four year degree in three yeah, years the gates are open the gates are not closed for you yeah. yeah you have the option to go exactly. there yeah to convert this entire thing into a question a whole bundle of questions asked to the three of three of you like uh, what do you feel about the physics scene in india right now like scene uh, more uh, more importantly not not the industry i would say uh, related to like uh, undergraduate postgraduate and the acad- academia part like what do you feel about the physics scene and the entire physics scene of of india compared to the rest of the world uh, see uh, i would suggest uh... bachelor's and masters in physics in india are amazing compared to when you go abroad because they give a more wholesome uh, more rounded up curriculum and then if you so if when you go to abroad for after bachelor's then you have to, you have to do something as a self course work for first few months so that you can catch up with the catch uh, up with the degree abroad but in phd life is terrible in india mainly because uh, it's not because of the fa- faculty not the professor the professor doing amazing work here the research is amazing but the more about the bureaucracy here so you will not be able to finish in 5 so even though it states 4 to 5 years it will take you around 6 to 7 or 8 years to do it do a complete phd in india yeah like for you know experiments so it is a bit sad unless you are really passionate about it so you, i don't think so any will have no patience to do it in india Yeah, no, uh, one to, more thing. Ah, go ahead. Good. I was just gonna elaborate on what he said. Um, also abroad, you know, there's a lot of, like to get to get even in in your master's program or PhD. Like there are different uh, ways in which you can get it. The least um, like popular thing is just by coursework. Like so, so you you know how they do it in India basically is a master's by coursework. You're you're gonna attend some classes, you're gonna write some exams, you're gonna get a master's degree, right? Like correct me if I'm wrong, Anshuman. Yeah. Depending on the university, of course. Okay, so um, some universities in India which are known for physics will require things be beyond just the coursework. But overall, mostly there's a lot of coursework. whereas abroad you actually have to choose and in most places they don't have this by coursework thing they you do really either do it by a research project or by a thesis one of them okay and there can be a very real case that you don't actually get your masters because your either your thesis or your research thing is not up to the mark so even that can take you longer and especially getting a phd abroad is you really have to be in it and actually be able to demonstrate that look it's just like us you have a us doesn't give a masters program i guess it's a masters no it doesn't give a plain phd program it's a master plus phd program so that's why it's long so i mean either either and all this uh, combined masters plus phd but in other universities i'm not very sure because i've seen labs of other universities pretty terrible <laughs> so like half the stuff are broken half i think true, if, true, if, if you right, compare right. it at a university level i think the xivs has a good lab i haven't seen personally but i am coming from delhi university and i was in some ways underwhelmed <laughs> by the lab i had <laughs> right but i, I think that uh, if the central university has that kind of a lab i can i can like imagine other universities of india except for the rich private ones they must be pouring in money and i, I have seen so this happening private. i think i think the private uh, universities now 
especially in stem and all the technical aspect are pouring in a lot of money in their labs and also the students because again they get a lot of money from the students but it, it just feels like they're trying to get a foothold in the especially the engineering industry uh, engineering academia and industry and they are getting equipped with nanotech labs or even you know high high energy lab at the same time we have uh, iits like uh, where i live indore iit indore which just opened uh, an astronomy department and astrophysics department as well and there are some other colleges as well like um, I, i i mean i don't ashoka university is one of them that are uh, you know cultivating minds which do not really care about the more materialistic and financial aspects of you know uh, the jobs in academia or jobs in any other field related to physics but i think they are producing people i mean they are cultivating cultures uh, which are you know more towards you know passion in physics so that's one point i would like to point out actually since physics is not very popular right now in india there are a lot of job opportunities that, that there are if you see uh, engineering is very popular in india so there are a lot of engineering coming out every year but there are not many jobs whereas there are like a lot of vacancies in isro and all the research industries when i think iss trivandrum is running under faculties as in it has understaffed so there's because it's not very popular you have like lot of scope as of now so that's a good thing and one oh. of the reasons that pushed me to take bsc not btech would be that <laughs> <laughs> everything everyone in my building was doing btech and i was never interested in engineering but i was interested in physics i think that's how most of us started with physics i'm not speaking for kurt here kurt had a very different introduction to bsc here <laughs> he, he had other motives but i think <laughs> the end goal was the same, like was kind of the yeah. same in the same league yeah. so that's yeah. that's pretty cool and, and, and i i just want to say something to the to to everyone who's in bsc now third year and stuff who's who's thinking about going abroad and their issue is probably that it's too expensive and you know i just can't i just can't pay for it and things like that um the masters programs in places like canada and and, and a few other places are completely funded it doesn't matter if you get into if you are selected you are paid based on your ta and ra which is your teaching assistant and a research assistant and and you get admission depending on how many of those spots are there so if 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 they need more like there's more people who are going to get admitted into the masters program and so it's effectively paying all of your tuition and then there's a certain amount that uh, that goes towards your you know living costs and all of that stuff so don't think like without actually researching that it's impossible so i'm just going to apply to somewhere in india where it's where it's it's cheap that's not the case and if you create a good a good resume and by resume i don't actually mean the piece of paper resume i mean like yourself okay and you can sell yourself as as a very capable person who can pick up and learn whatever you throw at them right you will get that thing because there's a lot of interviews that are that are uh, associated with it and they read your cert statement of purpose they actually read it like it's a really really important thing abroad i know in india it's not so much and a lot of indian students have a problem with writing that sop you know because they're like well, how do i do it and whatever so there are a lot of tip, tips and tricks and you know i'm sure signify is going to hold something like this because i am always available to help to help anybody from signify and 
all of all of our alumni are like there to support you know and so there are people who've already done it that you can look at sample sops you can see what is it that what are the winning things that you say you know because you you don't say like okay i'm 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 i i do things on time you explain something you've done that shows the reader that okay i've this person can do something right and so you can get on this kind of funded thing and a lot of people think okay so i have to get a scholarship but that's not really how it works like once you get admitted you are getting funding and I, and it's not true for all places but i know for in canada for a fact that's how it works in most of the universities and if they don't have funding you don't get you don't get admitted so apply you know uh, go through the thing apply application fees are like 100 $120 i mean i know that's but it's an application fee you know i mean give it a shot to as many uh, as many universities that you know you think okay and 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 you know you have to you can talk to these professors who you may work under they their emails are all available you can ask them you know are you lo- are you looking for a research candidate are you looking for someone who is does your lab have any space and things like that and they, they'll be back and forth you know so then when your application goes to the admissions department you already have some credibility so people who are thinking about going abroad it's it, it is possible like even if you don't have that much money it is possible like you can do it so i just wanted to mention that and i hope sigma phi runs something for the ty bachelors or maybe sy as well so that you know people who do have these questions they can one to one they can do it you know they can ask these kinds of questions and get answers yeah actually we have started a series where uh, msc students are coaching bsc students uh, how they can approach and how they can apply your head so yeah we are actually doing it so coming coming to amit like you you are currently having a startup on and all and you you must be hiring people there right obviously you must be hiring people there so what do you look for in the people you hire for your for the startup or like the people you who join you what do you look what do you look for in them so i have hired two people only right now i have hired before but then i have kicked them out few of them like specially for libacore not for cbh india cbh india is just two of us so uh, two guys who are working with me one is uh, one uh, she's like she's from it she's working with me and another is uh, one uh, guy who has a lot of experience so uh, the reason the thing that i see behind you know while you know picking up while choosing people is uh, i don't look at experience i look like how motivated and how dedicated they are like the motivation is everything that i need like what is the motive that drives this guy to you know do this thing if this guy doesn't have any motivation he's not going to do anything right so motivation is everything that i need right now like that's the thing that is pushing our company that is the thing that is you know pushing everything so at this at this level i think motivation is everything that i see and uh, also we are you know collaborating with other brands such as there is one uh, raj more dance academy we have been collaborating you know he uses our space he you know teaches students so in that case also you know i see ki you know what is his credibility you know how much you know like how many branches does this guy have again the motivation you know what's the thing that is driving this guy to do this thing so the drive is everything that matters to me that's it yeah Uh, was there an msc program when you were in xavius uh, msc physics program no, 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 no. MSc oh, right. started, uh, after we left i mean sigma phi is older than the msc program i just want to ask you like before leaving like 
what is like a message or a direction that you want to leave us with uh, the undergraduates and Sigma Phi included? Like, what would you like to leave us with? Like, take turns answering this. We'd really love to hear what you have to say. All I have to say is just carry on. Don't let the motivation die. Like, don't let the zeal, the fire die inside you. That's it. Whatever you're doing, you're going to do great things. So all I say is like do a lot of stuff. Sigma Phi is doing great stuff to keep that up and hope that it continues. And don't lose the passion in physics. That's the most important part. Yeah. Um. Pretty much don't. Uh. Like like they said, you know, what I would what I would want to say though is you know don't get stuck in the conventional way of you know, what's, what's, what's going on. Okay. There's a lot of that, that you guys will face throughout. Okay. And especially being in India, it's like almost certain that you will, you will come up, like people will tell you that you have to do things in a particular way. You have to do BSc after your high school, or you have to do MSc after your BSc and you have to do PhD after your MSc, or you have to work or you have to do this. Or you, you know, you're going to hear a lot of these things, you know, and you also may feel like you're on the clock, you know, that, Okay, like a lot of people said, by the time I'm 30, I want this to be the case. It will almost never be like that. Okay, like life has a funny way of changing for everybody. And what you want to do is not always what happens. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you kind of lose focus. Like I said, for me also, and for Amit, we want to do physics someday for the fact that we want to do physics someday. If you guys think like, you know, I, I want to give this thing a shot. I want to try it out. I, I know there are pressures and social pressures and things like that, 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 you know, it's not as easy as me saying, you know, hey, why don't you just go and do this? You know, like, yeah, it's not as simple as that. So you need to remain strong and like, Continue, like persevere, persevere and don't subscribe to the worldview that I need to work hard now, beta work hard now and enjoy later, you know, your later is not going to come like it's, it's always going to be you got to have to work hard at some point. So why not balance it in some way when you're in college? That doesn't mean like forget about your grades and don't care about that. No, that's that then you're not balancing, it. you know, have a way that, you know, find your own way to balance these things so that in your in your entire curve, you know, your entire life, the area under that entire curve comprises of everything on that bell curve. You know, you're not only here and then like we, we could all be gone tomorrow. I mean, with, with what's happening in the world today, it wouldn't even be that difficult to think about, okay, so there's going to be like World War Three like next month, you know, it, it could happen, but even individually, you know, anything could happen. So like, don't, don't subscribe to that worldview completely. Of course, that doesn't mean, like I said, enjoy, enjoy your life by not caring about any sort of work or any sort of thing that kind of drives you. Have a nice kind of balanced approach. Talk to people. Don't get stuck in the Indian dream. You know, live it, man, and be 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 happy in whatever you do. And if you ever ever feel like, oh, okay, I'm too old to do this, then you know, you're definitely not. I'm telling you, you're not. You you can do it whenever you want. And so relax. Keep it going. Sigma Phi is one of the best things we have now, especially to meet all of you. Like we've, we've, we are getting to meet you all because of Sigma Phi. You know what I mean? And then the, the many people, what we once had a vision of, you guys are fulfilling. And if I could just tell you what our long-term vision is, is that Sigma Phi has to remain Sigma Phi, the Society of Physics. You know, it has to remain and, and branch out from being only 
a, a student, and it's already more than just a student thing, you know, it's more than what it is. And soon you're going to have alumni that are in great jobs, you know, making a lot of money. The first time I, I if I make a certain amount of money and I'm like, okay, you know what, the first thing I'm donating to is physics, the physics department in Xavier's is to Sigma Phi. You know, I want to, you know, because I know like something like, you know, 10 grand is going to go a long way for something in there, you know, and one day give enough money that there's a huge lab that, you know, people can be like, oh shit, you know, this this place is known for physics. And it's known for physics because of people from... Yeah, yeah. And and so from 2017, like in 2027 and in 2037, like there's there's so much more because of all of us and alumni is a very important part of that. It's it's a big, big, big group of people who have the same passion. And that's kind of what we want. So that one day, you know, there's like a Sigma Phi on the street. It's a big institute of physics where you can go in and you can be like, hey, I want to do this experiment. I don't have funding, you know. Okay, why don't you speak to this guy and see see what see what happens, you know, like. I don't know. It's the imagination is boundless. You know, it, it may work. And with the current leadership and all of you guys, I see it definitely going there. I see a lot of stuff that you guys have done that was not done in the previous previous years at all. You know, really good newsletter, really good Instagram page, constant stuff always. You know, um, the website is awesome, and like it's it's just a lot of stuff. You know, and whatever, whenever anyone can help towards doing something for Signify, they should, and they are. So congrats to you people. You're doing a really, really good job. Keep it up. We're always here to help you. And always, you can you can contact me whenever you want. I mean, Sigmafy's got my email and number and stuff. You can just WhatsApp me. I'm, I'm, I'm available. I'm sure these two are too. No matter, like Amit's kind of, he gets, he disappears for a while, but it's okay. You know, you can, you can, uh, you can contact them. There's no issue. Well, yeah, and with the other right, and you know everything. If you need anything, if you need to add anything or you know do some changes, you can let me know. I can help you with the website. And maybe you know getting more traffic to your Instagram page or everything. Anything. That would be heavenly. <laughs> yeah. Really heavenly here. Yeah. No problem. Let me know, just. Yeah. Sure.